shows food for the soul fridays with your hosts wakisha green and audra walker this show is designed to help you heal break through and break forth we are also here to encourage you to go beyond your limitations and design the life god has planned specifically for you we will be sharing some kingdom principles and strategies that you can take and apply to your daily lives it's time to be healed It's time to be whole, it's time to be free, and it's time to live your best life right now. So with that being said, we are super excited to have each and every one of you join us as we dive into a very responsible, transparent, real, and fun conversation that's impacting lives across the globe on Food for the Soul Fridays. Now let's talk about it. How are you? I'm doing good, honey. A little tired, a little tired, but hey, we we here. here. (laughs) here. How's everybody else doing? Let's see who we got joining us tonight. Let's see who we got. Hi, Sister Amelia. She's here. Hi, Sister Amelia. (laughs) How are you tonight, my dear? We like to interact. (laughs) Yes. And if you see us looking to the side, we're making sure the other platforms that we're not. Um, yes. One, okay. We have different stuff up with different platforms. So yeah. that's why we look to the side most of the time, but we're good. Right. Says, how's my baby doing? You have a good week? Who, me? Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, who, me? <laughs> I'm talking about says, how's my baby doing? <laughs> You have hey, a girl. <laughs> look, <laughs> I, I I thought you were talking to me, but I had to make sure. sure. <laughs> we just gonna put it like that. But it, we are doing good over here, honey. We doing good. How is my family over there in New Mexico? Hey, baby, we doing good. Shoot, hanging in there, honey. You already know. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Stay out of that heat, honey. Ain't nobody said I'm ready for fall, sis. That he well, I can't say that because you know we don't have a fall in Colorado. We don't know what we get. I don't know what y'all get. <laughs> we don't know what we getting too. I don't know what y'all be getting. Yeah, look, that's that bipolar weather. Let's see. Well, we got? I'm Let's glad you're that. doing pretty good, Sister Amelia. Praise yes, God. God. Yes. Hey, Mama on mm-hmm. there. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama Jackie. Now you, you know Mama there, sis. Oh, I already know. Look, because when I look at I ain't see her. Then when you popped it up, I look again. I said, I know I just looked. <laughs> she must have been typing. <laughs> now, she in Colorado is what I'm saying. Oh, she here. Uh, okay, Mama Jackie. Was it last weekend, Mama? Yeah, last weekend. He came and surprised her. And he, I saw that they surprised her. I didn't know they, they took her to Colorado. Yeah, she'll be there through the end of September. I told her, make sure y'all have her back before the Bloom Fest. Okay. They're supposed to be coming out here for the Bloom Fest. Okay. Had that in October. The she loved and blooms. Hi, Mama. Yeah, we might have to do a little drive-by during the week because you know I can't do the weekend. (laughs) Right. I know that's right. So, but sis, what you think, honey? So we're gonna kind of recap just a little bit, um, for you guys for last week. We're we're actually coming from, um. From this book. Yep. Well, Mama said, Balance. Is she coming to church? Oh, well, if she can, if somebody get her, come and get her, she will come to church, Sister Mia. Mama. <laughs> but yes, we, <laughs> we're going over this book, Balance. Um, positioning yourself to do all things well. So we saw, um, we thought it was very responsible for us to actually go through couple of the chapters that's in this book because it's um, really a really good blueprint 
for restoring balance and understanding right. that it's not really about time management. It's about soul management is what Pastor Torre Roberts is talking about is soul management and finding balance. And then the chapter that we were talking about is balance after the blow was last yes, week. That's, and if you have the book, that's chapter seven, that's seven. and it's page 99 that it starts on. If you already have the book, yes. but if you don't have the book, we still encourage you to get the book. Um, and even if we finish um, the book with you guys, just go back and read it because yes. it is really good. It is amazing. I, I know one thing. It has truly, it's helped me, sis. What you what you think we, as it, you're reading it? Don't it give you like, a, it's like an eye opener. Open your right. Eyes. You know because some things you'd be like, I did this, but I didn't think about it like this. Or you'd be like, dang, I can use utilize that because I ain't think about doing that. Or, right. you know, just things you never thought about. Or if you doing it, you just didn't know, like, you could go up another level with it or right. you use it and just be, you thought nothing of it. Now it just makes you, you know, think about things a little different and how to go about it and in a process and to doing it to be balanced, you know. Right. And so, I think it's intentional. So once you, once I've, I'm reading some things and I'm like, oh, I do do that or I don't do that. But now things are intentional. So you can try to incorporate some things into your life. Right. So now you have an awareness where it's like, yeah, this is this. When I read it, that I could do this, this and that. Like, yeah. I read it, let me try this. And it actually worked. Like I, I use some of this stuff like in chapter six and, yeah. you know, and I start, you know, reading chapter seven for you guys. And I'm like, oh, OK, I can incorporate this. Yeah. But it's a really good book, you guys. Like if you didn't get it, please get it. Right. So just to kind of recap just a little bit, we're not going to go into the chapters, but um, what we spoke about last week was when your world stops. Um, is there anything in there that you want to kind of recap on there? I just well, when your world up. stops? Yeah. When your world stops. Um, just, you know, um, when when you get knocked down and, you know, you experience pains and confusion and all that stuff, just know, get back up, you know, reset, restart. You know, everybody have trauma, um, right. but it's how you go through, you know. So, yeah, just, you know, and that's what I got out that part that I can remember. I ain't looking back into I'm trying to go, go back through my book to see, but I, that's what I remember, you know. Okay. Um, and then yeah. the one that really hit me uh, was, I mean, it's so good, you guys. I got this whole book highlighted. But the one that really hit me in last last week's um, was Energy Save Mode. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to hit topic by topic. That's why I was going through. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Just the each one of them that we kind of. Yeah. Oh, week. Energy Save Mode was good to mm. me. That was so good. It's the what what got me. I put yes right next to this. Uh, <clears throat> oh, mom! Yes, mama's birthday is on Sunday. Okay, so mommy. Be, look, so what you saying, mom? You ain't gonna be at church. You gonna be celebrating? <laughs> look, she be making sure folks know she it's her birthday. But energy save mode. Um, I love this. Just to the first paragraph, you guys. Yep, that's the what first I like. Thing we all must do when a blow comes our way is go into what is what it what I like to call energy save mode. This means immediately reducing our work and output responsibility down to the bare minimum. The way applicate appliances and computers do to reserve power. The closer right. we can get to stopping altogether, the better. And in some seasons, the impact of a blow necessitates that we do come to a full stop. Right. And what I like, sis, because, you know, you stop there, yeah. but that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> Our energy is a precious commodity. Our yeah. limited life source that enable us to fulfill our tasks and responsibilities and allow each of us to meet our needs and accomplish our purpose in the world. It's our power, our capacity for doing what needs, do needs doing. And although it sometimes may seem hard to believe, our energy is not unlimited. 
Right, right. You know, and that speaks volumes just because our energy is not unlimited. Some people think it is. I can go, 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 go. I can do, 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 do. And even though I didn't, I didn't just got hit with a huge blow in my life, divine interruptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's another book that I got y'all that I'm getting ready to start reading. But divine interruptions, and it's true, it is life being interrupted. And we right. still think that we go, 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 go to the at the capacity that we've been going before that blow hit us. Right. But not understanding that we've got to reserve. And I shared a little bit about when I had that my last blow that I went through with losing my son, I literally went into energy save mode. I did mm-hmm. that so much that I had going on. And I know people were probably like, hold on, what, what, what's going on? What happened? And you yeah. have to. I shut it down. I shut everything to. that I was doing down. And you know what my primer, primary focus was in that time, sis, when I went into energy save mode was being with my daughter and my grandbaby. I said, don't, nothing else matter right now. It's for right. to be present in my daughter and my grandbaby's life. So and that as I you should. So I can regain my strength and then be be, be ready. And I'm telling right. you, once you come out of that energy save mode, that's why we at where we at today. <laughs> right. Because of power like never before. Go ahead. Right. So we the questions we asked, so we just recap and then we're gonna go into part two. But after the energy save mode, we went into critical and essential. So we asked, what are my priorities now? What can what can wait? What can I delegate? Right. And now we're back to where we need to start. But to go back to those questions, like what are my priorities now? And the first thing it says we must do to conserve energy is reassess our priorities. We have to ask ourselves, how has that blow shifted the ranking of importance for the things that I am presently doing? Right, right, right. And that's the first thing you have to do. And then it says, what can wait? Many of us, especially high capacity individuals like himself, fall into the trap of thinking that everything must be done now all the time. We like to get things accomplished and don't enjoy having things hanging over our head. Although he believed that shunning procrastination is a great quality, he also come to learn that there are things that can be delayed when life circumstances requires it, which is true. And the third one is, what can I delegate? Delaying items that can wait is critical, but in your discernment, you will discover that some things simply cannot wait. Such pondering may lead you to realize something like this. If a certain action item gets postponed, then it will disrupt the entire ecosystem of the family, business, or organization. If the economics economics are disrupted, then the fallout could intensify the blow and initiate a sequence of additional blows from which it could be difficult, if not impossible, to recover. So if that's the case, then you have to delegate hey, you do this so it will not be disrupted, right? Right. I'm telling y'all, this is just a recap of last week. So now we're going into catch. Did we do catch your breath? Catch your breath, honey. We already did that. Yeah. Oh, so we did catch your breath. We're going to see it through the season. So catch your breath. And what I um, highlighted this is um, too often when we are in shock or have been devastated by traumatic experience, we attempt to plow forward and just work through it alone. Now, I wholeheartedly believe in asserting tenacity, being a fighter, not quitting and not allowing life to kick your butt. However, even for the best of us, sometimes if we're honest, it does. Even the victor in boxing doesn't, but in a boxing bout doesn't win every round. The skilled fighter, however, after getting pounded on in a round or two, returns to their corner, catches their breath, process what went wrong, gain insight, and once refreshed, get back in the ring and renew their pursuit of victory. Right. And we must do that in life. Yeah, I like this. The next part I underline says also, in our own lives, we must find our corner of the boxing ring, our environment for reassessment and recuperation, a place of transparency, vulnerability, insight, and inspiration. Yeah. Rather than relying solely on a friend, family, friends, or confidants, 
many people find therapy to be a great and safe corner to catch their breath. So there's nothing wrong with therapy, guys. Go That's get right. that counseling if you need it, because now all times your friends, your family, or your, or whatever, your confidants might have the right words for you. So catch your breath, regain, reassess. Seeing through the season. That's where we at. Move forward and Yes, mama. <laughs> yes, mama. Anything does anybody want to share while we while, when we went over those those titles, those topics, anything that anybody want to share that has blessed somebody through that, that we've already gone over so far before we move forward. This is good, y'all. This is good. Tell me. Mm -hmm. mm. It's real good, y'all. Move away from the toxic. Yeah. That that that's a good one, Mama. Yep. Yes, you don't want to be around nobody that's toxic. That's for sure. No, and then especially when you, you know, if you didn't been hit with a blow or, you know, disruption in your life, and you got toxic people and, you know, negative people and stuff like that, you absolutely no, uh, uh, refuse, right. refuse. So, sis, we're going to go ahead and move forward with seeing through the season. And it's the first part I want to read because I put power in all caps on this part, sis. <laughs> so, seeing through the season, okay? Perspective is everything. When navigating a blow, even as you go into energy con uh, conser conservation mode, you will strive to maintain a healthy mindset in order to regain your equilibrium. Two thoughts must prevail in your mind during these times. Foremost, remember, you will get through it. Remember that. You will get through it. Make no mistake about it. If any blow you've experienced had exceeded your capacity to persevere, then you wouldn't have made it this far to be reading these words. So true. So let's restore your ability to see the big picture clearly right now. Your life will be filled with sunshine again. You are not an exile from balance. You're merely displaced temporarily. Temporarily displaced, you guys. You will make it home again where you belong. Look, here's the, only, here's the other thought. You must keep front and center. This struggle is just for a season. I thought that was so profound. And the, and the end of that with this struggle is but for a season. So if you, and that's why I said per perspective, your perspective is everything when we're going through, sis. Oh mm -hmm. my goodness, you know, and you you know, when I was, um, when we moved to Georgia, some things that was going on that was in Georgia. And when I got here, I was like, oh my goodness. I just, well, before we moved here, I was like, I don't want to make the wrong decision. And so made the decision to move here. And it was not the wrong decision, you guys. It was, look, it has blessed us tremendously. But after I made that decision, I said, I can't believe that I made the other decision. So I pretty much felt that I had I had made the wrong decision, that I had failed. Um, my baby girl followed me. My son-in-law followed me. And then I got here and then someone spoke to me. And they were like, look at it this way. While you were there, you got to see your sissy on a regular basis that you've been wanting to see. You've been able to see the South. You love it, but I don't want to live there, you guys. I, I love the South, but I go visit. <laughs> I don't do them bugs and it's you, ooh. But anyway, <laughs> but it was nice, you know, but I it was an experience. I was able to see another side of the world for one, it was beautiful, you know, and then I got to see my, spend time with my sissy, that, that she lives, well, she did live in Florida, now she's in South Carolina, so they didn't shift it as well, but mm -hmm. in that, I really, sis, I really said, you know what, I, I, father, I made a bad decision to go, I, I made a bad decision, we won't get into everything else, but I did, I, and then afterwards, it was a reminder that no, you did not, make a bad decision. 
because this is what you experienced along the way. And since I thought about that, if I hadn't shifted and it, I was in a place of straight solitude where it was just me and God, I leaned on him, sis, like never before. And you know the story. Mm-hmm. I leaned on him. I held on for dear life while I was there. And if I wasn't in that place of solitude and where it was just me and God, I wouldn't have been prepared for the blow that hit me three July, three months later, you know, when I lost Jeremy. We moved in July and we lost him in October, three months later. But in that time, you guys, I was in that place. I couldn't find a good job. They wanted to pay me $8 an hour. I mean, it was crazy. I said, you, are you serious? I spent all my money going. You know, things didn't line up the way that we that it was supposed to have lined up. But I said, Father, what did I do? You didn't do anything. You bid me to come. I said, I I wanted to go so bad. I was gonna go like the, the next year out that in that area, but I was going to Florida, not Georgia. But I went out there and began this experience. But sis, can I tell you that? While we were out there, I didn't, I wasn't employed, you guys. It was rough. You know how you be trying to fix stuff yourself? You can't do, I could not. But let me tell you something, God provided. We never went without. Never. I mean, there was blessings coming in that there was not room enough to store. Right. <laughs> like that. And Father, thank you for being so faithful, for taking care of me. And my my baby and my grandbaby and my son-in-law, thank you for taking care of us. And he continues to do that. But I know that if I wasn't in that place, because in that time I was strengthened and my faith was challenged. Let me just put like I said, Father, you said <laughs> many times where he, me as his child said, Father. Really? This is what I have to deal with? What? For my good, but for his glory. Come on now. All of that today. That's why, that's why I think this hits me so hard, sis, because balance after the blow. That's this is exactly what my life looked like. Yeah. After that blow. And my sis, no. Cause we talk about everything. She she knew everything that was going on, and she know. So, you know, you guys just remember that this struggle is just for a season. And God here says, and I had, oh my word, like a week I was here, and I had so many job offers, and I got to choose which one I wanted to date. But God, huh? But God, you know what I'm saying? But God, but I was obedient, and I said, Father, what do I do? Right. And I, I hear the voice of God. I hear my father's voice. And we, we shifted. You guys, we moved right into our place. A week later, I was working. I'll see he came into a job. But it was just everything. We just, we were just blessed. The favor and protection of God. So when we, when we say this, look, we, before we bring it to you guys, we always endure or go through ourselves yes ma'am all right says go ahead baby (laughs) so just um consider stop but i thought this little piece after that was good here's the other thought you must keep front and center this struggle is just for a season now i realize that in in many circumstances the word just can come Mm -hmm. off as insensitive or even out of touch how can this major setback be just anything you may be thinking. Right. So mm. not taking light of just, but it is just for this season. You know, you may be in a dark place, you know, and you you may, you know, experience some major like debt, you know, loss of job, divorce or whatever. And you be like, it's just a season. What you mean? Just I'm in this dark place. I can't see nothing else. Trust me. We've been there. It's right. just for a season. But if you keep the 
faith and you trust and stand on God's word, I guarantee you when you come out, you will, like, you will see the victory. But it's all in how you go through. We always said that's how you go through. See, a lot of people get in those setbacks and they don't realize this is just for a season. Right. I'm going through this right now, but when I come out, Ooh, but God, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you think about it like that, yes, I may be going through a divorce. Yes, I lost my job. Right. Yes, I, I, I experienced this death. Yeah. Me and my mom, my brother, my dad, whoever died, we were so close. How right. can I go on? It's just for a season. Not making light of that wasn't important, but guess what? Their work on earth was done. Right, right, right. And you look at it like they ain't suffering no more. They were our father, and you hope to get there one day. There you go. Because when you your go. work is done, you want to go, you want to go meet the father too. You don't want to go to hell. So there just you know it hurts when you lose a loved one. I don't lost my mom, my dad, my sibling. I don't lost a lot of people. It right. hurts, trust me. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what. I go through it and I know it's just for a season. I still go. remember them. I still celebrate their life. I I talk about them all the time and share the memories. And that's how you keep them alive. There you go. But no, the pain will ease. Your yeah. love will always be there. The divorce, you could have been married 20, 30 years. It hurts. But right. guess what? It's for a season. God got better. That's why I look at it. God got better. Right. That job you lost, God got better. There you go. It's a season. Hold your faith, staying on his word. He got better. I guarantee you when you get that other, when you go through that and you see that better, you're going to be like, what? I was tripping on. Right. You're going to look back and be like, oh, thank you, Father, for protecting me. Come on now. Because <laughs> that's honey. Whew. That's what I was saying. Thank you, Father, for protecting me. Because you know what, sis, when we go through that, <clears throat> we go through a divorce, we lose somebody or lose that job. What's the first thing we say? If it's one of the first things we say, could anything get any worse? Can it get any worse? Can oh, it get yeah. any worse? It can. Don't it ask can. all that. Because <laughs> it can get any worse. But if you go through those things and that's the first thing you ask, can it get any worse? It will. Right. When you go through that stuff, the first thing you say is, thank you, Father, because I know you got better. What mama said? That's right, sis. Oh, what she say? Say, how did you feel when you came out of the wilderness leaning on the Lord? Oh, oh, mm -hmm. you show right. You show, and that's, yes, when you come out the wilderness and because you leaned on the Lord. I'm going to tell y'all something. This is how the, the Unlimited You Show podcast became, came for and some other things that I'm working on because I was clear as to what God wanted us to do. And I'm, I said, Father, I've been wanting to do this. I've been talking about it, but now it's time to move on it. I prepared a while before I went forth, talked to my sis. She said, let's do this. Actually, let me share with you guys how, <laughs> let me share with y'all real quick how that happened. <laughs> so one day me and my sis was talking. I told her, you know, I started the podcast or whatever. And I said, and today we're getting ready. I'm actually getting ready to go live and do my very first one, sis. She said, let's do it. And we did it. And I said, <laughs> you going to join me? You go, this is week. You want to join me? Yes. Look at my baby today. Because she was obedient. And that I'm telling y'all, when you're in the wilderness and God is strengthening us and he's preparing us for the greater, each one of us, he has purpose and destined for something to be a blessing to somebody else. And we may go through things, but you guys know what? We go through those things. It strengthens us like never before. There's so many people that reach out to me. They lose loved ones. I know you know how I'm feeling. I can minister to them because I've experienced that. I've gone through those things. Yeah. Before. I've gone through those things, but I'm on the other side of them. 
Now it's time for us to help them get to the other side. Come on now. That's the why. God may not always answer the why when you're in the midst of your blow, but later on, he, he will feel to you the why. And I am seeing the why every single day. The why. Sis, I really like this on the next one, honey, where you talk about losing a loved one. I bet you you talking about the same thing I'm talking about. I guarantee you that's where I was going. You going there too. See, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's my sis. Go ahead. I bet you. I realized. <laughs> Come on. Oh, so y'all listen to this real quick because I got wow me. Right? right? Next to this. I realize, of course, that some blows, like the death of a loved one, leave permanent scars. Permanent scars won't ever go away. So I want somebody to receive that. Somebody tell you, well, that ain't gone yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's my sense. That permanent scars. But like I share with people, I don't, I no longer grieve or mourn my baby boy or even my Uncle Kev. You guys, my Uncle Kev was shot. Somebody took his life. I don't grieve them. I don't mourn them, but I celebrate their lives. Yes. Because while they were here, they made a huge impact. And I know my baby boy, Evan, he made a huge impact. The letters, the everything after that, you guys, that I was receiving, I didn't know. I knew because my uncle would tell me, he said, well, baby, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Come on now. I was telling him what, you know, what the, some of the letters and what people were saying, what Jeremy were doing behind the scenes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what? Grown, I mean, people reaching out to me and sharing how he encouraged them, how he prayed for them, how he met them in the late night hours when they were struggling. They went and sat on the swings and he encouraged them. It was so many things. And that's what my uncle said. Well, yeah, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Did you think anything less? Come on. And I said, I just didn't think to that magnitude. But Praise God. And now he's in the best place ever to be absent from the body, to be present with the Come Lord. On. One day, we will have an opportunity to see him again. So that's yeah. what I hold on to. Yeah, it hurts. It's a permanent scar that will never go away. But yes. we learn how to you know, live without them physically. Because I'm going to tell you all something. Spiritually, Says you can attest to this spiritually, you feel your loved one like never before. We're spirit beings. Mm -hmm. you know, that's a whole nother topic for itself. But I'm gonna finish reading, y'all. Such losses cannot be undone, and their outcome is final. What, <clears throat> what doesn't have to be final, though, is the overwhelming sense of being lost and the consuming grief that accompanies the initial blow. Even when you can't see it or feel it, you must believe that this most painful part is just for a season. It is not my belief that you are even totally separated from the sense of loss that comes with losing someone you love. However, you do get stronger, discover ways to cope, find inspiration again, and most importantly, you rediscover balance. And before you start saying anything, this little part, mm -hmm. the difficult seasons don't last forever. And the good ones will undoubtedly come back around if you don't give up. There you go. There you go. Y'all got any questions? Come on. Come Talk on. to us. Come Talk on. to us, y'all. Come on. We didn't share a whole lot. So y'all be... <laughs> yeah, we said a whole lot. Talk to us. Come on. Ooh, Mom, you've been talking. Come on, Sister Amelia. Give us some I'm stuff. Here, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in that, in hearing all of that that we have shared so far, what's your thoughts? We want to hear from y'all because y'all help us as well. Right. I'm telling y'all. Oh, I miss Brother Clint on here because he sure be talking, huh? Oh, I no. Where our brother at tonight? You he probably, probably working late. Mm -hmm. Y'all got anything? Because, oh, y'all, this is good. Mama. 
Please stand up. <laughs> is saying that? Let me read this. Is I've come to understand that life, although a constant progression of time, is made up of seasons. Some wonderful and some you will never choose. The good news is that, and I just read that, the difficult seasons don't last forever and the good ones will undoubtedly come back around if you don't give up. If you ever find yourself crushed by an unexpected blow, I want you to remember that winter doesn't last forever. Summer will resume and your smile will return. Right. Right. So sorry. What was the question again? We just pretty much said, sis, um, from what we shared, what spoke to you, and it could be a place where you're at. I know you had recently shared, you know, um, a live on faith because, you know, that was a blow that you encountered where the doctor had told you that you were unable to conceive. So I'll I be watching. Y'all be watching, y'all. Praying for y'all and that. But that, that was a blow. But how did you come out of that? How did you come out of that blow? Get your balance back after that blow. Mama, you too. There's some blows that you have endured. So how, how did, did you come out of it, Mama Jackie? Right. Y'all talk to us. Come on with it. This is an interactive life. <laughs> Mama said you are going to a new season. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right, Mama. Yep. I was sharing with my brother today. I said, um, how can we really share? Through prayer, Mama said. She, you see that? Where she, where she said that? Oh, oh, honey, you yeah. think the popped up? <laughs> uh, it. Uh, it was, yeah, it, it just popped up for me. Oh, right, yes, <laughs> yes. But I was sharing my brother, I said, um, because he's he's in awe of what God is doing, and I said, Rockman, if we never go through, how can we share? and reveal our faith and how good our God is. Right. When we go through, that through becomes our power. Come on now. And then it, we're able to share with somebody else. But you know what, sis? That was powerful because when we go through stuff, you remember a couple of weeks ago we said this on the podcast, when we go through stuff, people are watching us. Right, right. The way we go through is how they get delivered. There you go. Because they see, wow, if she could trust in God like that, he did that for her. I know he could do it for me. So guess what? You going through and standing on your faith, knowing that God's going to heal you or bring you through whatever circumstances, when people look at that and watch that and watch you go through, then you build their faith up. You build their confidence up. Because now they're like, dang, I saw her go through this and Man, I won't wish that on my worst enemy. And God brought her out like that. Wow. I won't experience that, God. Guess what? You don't introduce them to God and you didn't even know it. There you go. And you know, this is what I think about. We're going to, oh, there goes sis. Okay, I'm going to put her, post, her comment up in a second. What I think about is a surgeon. Mm -hmm. or, okay, you need surgery. And what if you, would you go to somebody who has never performed surgery before? Come on now. No. Nope. We've gone through some surgeries, y'all. Yep. We've gone through some things. So now we can share with somebody else. Praise God. But let's see what she said. Wow. Be real ready. By really yes. getting to know, know God for myself, by depending on word, praying without ceasing. I know that's right. Yes. Oh, Sister Mill, you know what? Yes. You said some good stuff in here. The, the, the major thing that she said, y'all, I want y'all to grab hold to. Yeah, that's why I'm keeping she it She said, by really getting to know God for myself. Yeah. There you go. For herself. She didn't She didn't know God by what we saying, what the pastor said. She went and knew, and she found out who God was for herself. And that's what we have to get to, and we yeah. trying to get y'all to. 
Y'all can listen to us and we can tell y'all what God did. We can give y'all the word, but there's nothing like knowing God for yourself. When you get to know God for yourself and you start building that relationship with him and getting intimate with him, mm. honey, and nothing he will not do for you. And nothing we can tell y'all. And let me tell y'all this. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm. He just dropped this in my spirit. When people introducing y'all to God and they tell y'all God said this, Ask them where in the Bible is it? And then y'all go research and meditate it for yourself. Thank you, Father. And if they don't know, you still go research it for yourself. And find sometimes it. they don't know the scriptures or where they found it at, but they know it's in the Bible. So guess what? Y'all Google it. Where in the Bible it talks about this? And y'all right. go look it up. Read that scripture and go. And then don't just read that scripture. Go a couple of scriptures up and a couple of scriptures down to get the whole message. Meditate on it and guess what? If you don't understand it, ask ask our father to give you wisdom and understand. He will. He will. He He will. And let me tell y'all something. Since you said, oh, you said something. Y'all, y'all, come on now. Come on now. Keep this up because I want to break this down. Look, keep that down. Keep that up. When you have a relationship with God for yourself, that it reminds me of old taste and see. That the Lord is good. Come on now. When you taste and see that the Lord is good, can nobody tell you nothing? Nothing. And you will not be like a trend, like that, that wavering. You'll be planted. Your Come foundation on. will be planted in the Lord. And when those blood, we talked about, I talked about we bend, but we don't break. The only time you break is if you do not have a personal relationship with your father. Right. Right, you don't know how you know, so yes, sister Amelia, boy, you didn't open up a whole can of worms. Come on, leave it up because I'm about to break this down real quick. Leave it up for a minute. That was that part. Now, after she got to know God for herself, she she said she depend on the word. So that means guess what? She went in that Bible, she started studying that word, and she leaned and she depended on what the Bible said. What God said in that Bible, she depended on his words. And guess what? When God said his words cannot come back to him, boy. So she depended on that. Like, God, you said it, and I'm believing it. I'm believing it. So guess what? Then when she went to the Bible, sis, right? We're going to go ahead and break this down. Because, Sister Mill, you know what you think. Already. You don't got to know God for yourself. You start depending on his words. After you read them words and you knew God said these words, you, you start praying without saying his Father, your words said. And guess what? When you can tell God, this is what you said. In the Bible. You said. She mm. started praying without ceasing, praying on his word, God, and yes. telling you what he's saying. Yes. And she got her and beautiful faith. God, and he will lie. He will not lie. He will, he will, his word will not return to him, boy. Right. That's and guess what? Will come forth. And that's the order you need to do it. Get to know him by yourself. Depend yes. on the word. Pray without yes. ceasing. Yes. Sister Amelia, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. I thank yes. God for you. And guess what? She got my beautiful niece, fake baby. Yes. And yes. she is vibrant and just as, look, just as lively as she want to be with her little cute self. And so we're going to have you join us too because we want you to share. You got a testimony, Sister Me. So we are going to bring you on this podcast one day. So get ready. It's coming soon. Get ready. ready. (laughs) And you know, when I say get ready, it's not too far off. Look, I'm going to tell you, like mom always said, you ain't got to get ready when you already ready. ready. In season and out of season. Be ready. Be ready. It's like mama coming on too. Mama, yes, because you got a testimony to share. She, she coming on, but you know what? That was so good, so good. Thank but you, Sister Amelia. Thank y'all for sharing. Oh, <clears> she <throat> said yes, ma'am. Just let me know. All right, <laughs> we definitely will. Oh, we sure will. I'm telling y'all because God is so good. Look, and, we get excited when we talk about God, but you know when she said that, says that really got me excited oh, because right? oh, because you know that's the only way. Yes, you know that's the only way. And she broke it down. I had yeah. to break it down for him a little bit more because, mm. Lord Jesus, that just stirs something up in me. Girl, I want to go to church. That's why I said, look, oh, taste and see. Come on. Come and meet a man. Come on. Come on. What Sister Amiga said, just preach by itself, sis. It just, 
nobody playing. Ain't nobody Girl, playing. look. Lord <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. Come on. Listen, come on, girl. So <laughs> rediscover your rhythm. I want to read this first. Go ahead, sis. Go oh, on ahead. Mm. Oh, Sister Mendo got me so excited, girl. Hold on a minute. <laughs> you got me excited, girl. Let me take a little swig of my water. Then we're going to go ahead and get on this, girl. Mm. Rediscover your rhythm. To be more careful. Right? Not to be more careful. As we learned earlier, the state of balance has a rhythm of disciplines that keep us in a flow and place of alignment with the highest version of ourselves. This rhythm causes our peace to run over, our productivity to be maximized, and our progress to be undeniable. These disciplines vary from person to person, but are a part of the routine that we have discovered. Bring out our best. Usually meditation, exercise, reading, connecting with loved ones, and adequate self-care time and experience are involved. Just as a car requires an entire system of components strategically aligned and working together to make the engine run, the life of balance has a rhythm ensuring our greatest output. Now, hold on. I know I paused because I know you had something. I looked up. I paused that one. Because this next whole little piece, I put next to it, reclaim. So y'all understand when I, when I read it, why I said reclaim. When a blow strikes, it disrupts the rhythm. Our systems begin to fail and we're forced to downshift and adjust accordingly. After we have assessed the damage and activated energy save mode, confirmed our priorities, discovered what can wait, and be delegated, caught our breath, and embraced that it's just for a season, then it's time to reclaim our rhythm. So after all of that, he says, now it's time to reclaim our rhythm after the blow. Because we have to, after we've experienced a blow in our life, and some of us have experienced several blows. We'll, We'll probably experience more before we leave this place. But he said afterwards, now you reassessed, you caught your breath, you had an an opportunity, a time to breathe. And I love that. That self-care, soul care. I do that every single day, you guys. Breathe. Pause for a moment. Just spend you and God. Nobody else around in the quietness so you can hear, hear and feel the presence of your father. Now you get an opportunity to hear his instructions and for him to love on you. And then now you can reclaim your rhythm. Come on now. But this is what I like too, sis. After he said that, he <laughs> said, please understand that returning to your rhythm. Huh? I said, I told y'all we got the whole book highlighted. Yes. Please understand that returning to your rhythm does not mean picking up right where you left off just before you suffered the blow. I'm going to read that again. Please understand that returning to your rhythm does not mean picking up right where you left off just before you suffered the blow. That's right. You have to begin slowly and gradually increase the tempo. Remember, blows deplete you in every way possible. So you will need to work your way back to balance. Start small. After all, you're in energy save mode until you get through the transitional season. Yeah. I'm going to read that again. Yes, read again because I got to highlight it too, baby. So you'll Ooh. need to work your way back. Let me go back. Remember, blows deplete you in every way possible. So you'll need to work your way back to balance. Start yeah. small, after all. You're in energy save mode until you get through this transitional season. Transitional. I was telling sis when I was there, I said, sis, after my divorce, seems like I've been in transition for like three years. And I literally, life was in transition. And that's what he said. Through this transitional season, seasons change 
our lives change every single day. But he said once we get through it. Mm, that's so good. Says, and small, start small. You know, what's that saying? How do you eat an elephant? One piece at a One time. at a time. So you see what you what you need to accomplish and what you need to get done. That's just like you guys. I'm, I'm in the process of writing my first book. My release date was supposed to be this year, September 24th, my birthday. But God said no. Because when it comes, when it goes forth, it's going to be exactly, it's going to be released when he needs it to come forth. Because Ooh, it's going to be released. And I'm going to bless somebody, cause people that are in this transitional season to go from a place <laughs> of the right now to the other side. Mm. Healing, wholeness, forgiveness, all that, you guys. So I am being patient and I am flowing with God. Sis, no, I told her. I'm flowing. I'm not moving too fast. And I write what he tells me to write. But when it comes forth, I know it's going to be what somebody needs. Transitional. All right, baby. Okay, let's move on to the other topic because we're running out of time. Because look, it's so much. It's so much in here. Right, oh, we so we want to give y'all more, but we got two more topics to go through. Yeah, and the next on. topic is trusting again, and I'm gonna read this. <laughs> Perhaps the hardest and yet most critical part of regaining balance after a blow is learning how to trust again. Nothing shakes our sense of security in life quite like an unexpected calamity. Often, without our conscious knowledge, an inner fundamental trust assures us we are safe and allow us to move through life optimistically. And with the expectations of even brighter days ahead, the trust is reinforced by the good days we experience and the wins we enjoy. Even when events occur that disappoint us, unless the loss is devastating, we generally chalk up our response as befitting life imperfections and continue with our foundational trust unshaken. Consider me an optimist, but I'm confident that for most people, we will tally it up. Our good days outnumber our bad ones. Right. Since I don't know if you got something highlighted, but that just stuck out, stuck out to me because trust is such a big, big factor to me. And it's so important oh. to me. And not just trusting people, but trusting ourselves. Oh, so, wow. yes. And I love when he said the, the hardest thing after, um, you know, a blow is regaining trust, you know, right. to get back to balance. Because after a, a, a devastating blow, we have to trust that we could get back on course and we could get that balance again. But if we don't trust that, we would never. OK. Oh, thank you, Father. Example. People go through a traumatic thing. Right. And they start getting depression. They go through depression. When they go through depression, that means they didn't have that trust to get back balance. So they didn't trust themselves to get back to the balance before the blow or after the blow, right? So because they don't trust themselves to get back there, they fell in this deep, dark hole. And that's where depression comes in. So if you look at it like that, I don't want to be depressed. I would I went through depression before. It's not fun, right? And now, and when I read that, I was like, wow, God, that's really interesting, you know, because he gave me the depression, the, 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 you know, go with this. The book didn't say depression this is the example wow. I'm giving you guys. So that was the hardest part when you went through something. Okay, sis, I'm going to just break it down further. Say my sis, when she lost my nephew, right. if she didn't trust herself and trust God to get her back on balance, my sister would have been depressed. She would have been withdrawn from society. She would have been withdrawn from family and friends. She would have just been in this black hole. And when wow. you go through depression, it's so hard to climb out, but it's so easy to get in. Right. So she had to trust mm -hmm. that after the blow, that she will regain balance. 
She had to trust God that he would give her the strength to trust herself to not go into depression and get back to balance. You know, it's it's crazy, you know, that you say that because you're absolutely right. Because in that time, you guys, many people don't know what my prayer was to God. But when it happened, when that blow hit me, the first thing that, well, this is what Maha said. She was like, the only thing that you were saying was, Father, help me. Father, help me. Father, help me. She said, I have never heard anyone weep for their child like that. But what you said was, Father, help me. And in that time, I said, Father, now I know, because he woke me up one morning. He said, I need you to continue. And I asked him, I said, how in the world am I supposed to continue when my life was just ripped from me? One morning he woke me up, you guys, and he reminded me, he said, you've touched my garment. He reminded me of the scripture with the woman with the issue of blood. She bled for 12 years, but her faith, she touched the hem of Jesus' garment. Do you guys know what I got from that? She snatched her miracle. So he told me, daughter, because you have touched the hem of my garment, You've been touching the hem of my garment your whole life. You are made whole. That morning, you guys, I woke up. I told my sis, I called her. I said, sis, I feel good. My baby girl came up. She said, mama, you're happy. I said, I've touched the hem of his garment and I'm made whole. And you're right. If I would have fell into that depression in a, well, I didn't lost my son. This is, no, I knew who I needed to call on. And that's why we're here, you guys, to share who we need to call on. And when you call on him, he's right there. Right there. Right there. You touched the hem of his garment where you made whole. Are you made whole? That moment, you guys, that's when I stopped mourning. I stopped grieving. And that was in January. Two months. I mourned and I grieved and I cried. I hurt. I still hurt to this day, but I did. And I felt like I was not going to make it. Because guess what? That's where the depression was about to kick in. And she had to, yep. And she had had to trust her to trust the father to help. I asked you to help me father. And she went back. She said, I went back and asked God. And he said, you already touched the hem of my God. Come on now, y'all. This is she don't preach the whole sermon right there, y'all. And look, if y'all didn't get it, we're going to go to this last topic because we sis just closed the other topic out. She, <laughs> look, that was powerful, sis. I ain't got, look. Thank you. Oh, That yeah. was powerful. Not and if you trust in God, you trust yourself to trust in God, you could come out like my sis, just touch the him and his garment, and you will be made whole. By she faith. closed it out. By, By faith. faith. I snatched my I snatched my healing. I snatched my wholeness. So you got to snatch it. Jesus said, that's why, sis, I love when you said you pray without ceasing. You pray and you declare and decree his word over your life, over your family's life. Whatever the enemy has tried to steal, kill, and destroy, you speak God's word over it. Right. Guaranteed. The only way the enemy is able to operate in your life is because you've allowed him access to come in. There you He said that I'm out like a roaring lion seeking whom I may devour. He has his army out and they're going to and fro in the world trying to see who they can devour. Sis, I'm sorry. That's a whole other topic, baby. That is, but I'm going to go ahead and read this real quick for y'all. And let's close this out and we can move to the next chapter. Your ongoing epic. Trusting again is about not allowing a loss to define or predict the outcomes that awaits you. It's about resisting the belief that your worst case fears will be realized. End of story. It's about embracing the possibility that you can be blessed and broken in the same life as part of your ongoing epic. It's about learning when walking through devastated seasons to balance grief with gratitude. It is to say, yes, something terrible happened. I don't like it one bit, 
I hate it, but it's not bigger than me or strong enough to overturn balance ultimate planes for me. Yes. Trust in deciding that it is better to believe for better days to come than yes. to allow disappointments to rob your hope for the amazing things that life yet still has to offer. And that's how we're going to close that out. That's it. I said, praise God. Look, look what, what we got. Look, oh, sis, that's so powerful. Praise God. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Mama said, yes, it was. So if you got this book, what I'm going to tell you, if you got this book, if you don't have, you got to next Friday to get it or get it whenever your paycheck allows. But please right. get this book, Balance, by Tere Roberts, right? right? And next week, we will be going into chapter eight, Surrendering to Peace. I think yeah. this is going to be very powerful. I already started reading a little bit of it. You I ain't going to tell y'all what it's about, but I guarantee y'all, y'all will be blessed next week, honey. Ooh, y'all going to be blessed. Surrendering oh, to peace. Next week, we won't be here. It'll be the week after that. The next. week after. Okay, sis, correct me then. Correct me. <laughs> y'all got two weeks to get this book and read chapter eight. We yeah. love y'all. We don't take up no more y'all time. Y'all have a wonderful evening and God bless you. God bless. <laughs> Good night. We love y'all.